Hello and welcome to Over the Edge. This episode features a continuation of our interview between Matt Trefiro and Matthew Steinberg, co-founder of Exhibit A Brewing, and Pierluca Ciodelli, Vice President Engineering Technology and Edge Portfolio Product Management and Customer Operations, Dell Technologies. Matthew and Pierluca come together to continue their conversation on Dell Technologies' work with Exhibit A Brewing. They discuss why the partnership is essential and what makes it work as well as it does. Matthew describes how tech influences his brewery. Pierluca explains why Dell Technologies works with small businesses to implement edge technology. Together, they've built a successful project where Dell works at new scales and Exhibit A produces high-quality beer with higher speed. But before we get into it, here's a brief word from our sponsors. Over the Edge is brought to you by Dell Technologies to unlock the potential of your infrastructure with edge solutions. From hardware and software to data and operations, across your entire multi-cloud environment, we're here to help you simplify your edge so that you can generate more value. Learn more by visiting DellTechnologies.com slash Simplify Your Edge for more information or click on the link in the show notes. Two years ago, when I started the Over the Edge podcast, it was all about edge computing. That's all anybody could talk about. But since then, I've realized the edge is part of a much larger revolution. That's why I'm pretty proud to be one of the founding leaders of a nonprofit organization called the Open Grid Alliance, or OGA. The OGA is all about incorporating the best of edge technologies across the entire spectrum of connectivity, from the centralized data center to the end user devices. The Open Grid will span the globe and it will improve the performance and economics of new services like private 5G and smart retail. If you want to be part of the Open Grid movement, I suggest you start at opengridalliance.org, where you can download the original Open Grid Manifesto and learn about the organization's recent projects and activities, including the launch of its first innovation zone in Las Vegas, Nevada. And now, please enjoy this interview between Matt Trefiro, Matthew Steinberg, and Pierluca Ciodelli. Pierluca, Matthew, it's great to get the two of you together finally. I managed to talk to each of you separately, and we're now on the same call, and I want to cover some questions together. So I'd like to start with you, Matthew. One of the things that's interesting to me is, you know, as a person who runs a small business and who is the IT equivalent of someone in the beer industry, meaning you like the science, it's important to you, it helps your business. How are your peers looking at what you're doing? I've had some conversations about this with not just our staff here, of course, but even friends in the brewing industry, friends in other process industries like malting and farming. And it's exciting. I think that the idea of improved efficiency through using technology is one of those things that like small businesses don't generally have a grasp on. We can't just start spending money on technology without having a real ROI. And so this is just a really amazing opportunity for us to look at a lot of these sort of pain points and challenges that we have as a small business and work with Edge Technology and Dell to really find the sweet spot to make us the most efficient we can be, creating the best products we can and adding a value to our business. Yeah, and we we talked a little bit about the goals in implementing these Edge systems within the brewery. What are the big things you're looking for from a sense of the return on investment? I mean, both the hard numbers, but also like the other other qualitative pieces. How are you going to measure the success of this? I mean, I'm going to measure it with, is our beer better first? That's the most important part. And is our quality of life in the brewery as users and processors better? You know, are we working more efficiently? Are we finding better ways to produce the beer in a more consistent manner, getting the data we need to continue that process? 
I think the most exciting part for our staff is that they have the information now. I could check temperature by coming in in the morning at two in the morning and being like, oh yeah, here's the pressure, here's the temperature. But I love sleep. I love <laughs> having a life. And so having the ability to get the data, use it to our advantage to learn how to make our beer best it can be, that's the core, right? As far as like the hard numbers, I don't even know yet because we haven't really determined all of the projects yet. Mm. I know that the next phase of this being on the canning line is going to be a really big undertaking. It's going to be exciting to learn about all the little pain points of a canning process, which are numerous from the second the can comes off the pallet to the time it gets put into a box. There's a hundred ways that the can can be either destroyed, filled improperly, otherwise not sellable. So we're going to find all sorts of little spots that we can improve. And at the end, we're going to get more beer out of every batch, which means more money, which means a more satisfied customer and more satisfied staff. That's great. That's great. Now, yeah. now Pierre Luca, one of the things that you've impressed upon me is just the stark difference between a technology company like Dell and a brewery. How does a technology company view its role in these these industries that it doesn't necessarily play in in its own in its own world. I mean, I guess manufacturing, but you know what I'm saying. There's very different goals and objectives outside this. How does Dell approach that? That's exactly one of the challenge that we took upon when we decide to go to the edge, and when we decide to go to the edge, not just with the fact that we go in and place the normal compute, it's to understand it, right? And Dell is embarking in this adventure that we started about three years ago with very few people, and now we have an entire BU, right, that is looking at this stuff. So what is intriguing is really that point that at the edge, you need to understand how you input the things that someone is doing, right? Their core processes, their outcome. It's all about the outcome. So we are bringing in our teams people that they understand this thing. Dell is investing in recruiting a lot of talent from industry that they understand it is. And I mean, Matthew was working with Warren, one of my guys. Warren has an extensive IoT, IT industrial experience, and that's what we need to do. You're looking for a brewer on your, your job board? Your second career. Well, so one of the, the, to me, one of the most interesting parts of our conversation, because I've, in most of my interviews, have come at this from a very technology standpoint. You know, we debated a little bit, Pierluca, about, well, is on-premises really edge? And I think one of the most interesting things to me was the idea that these environments are different. That yes, okay, Koi, it is on the premises. But in traditional IT on-premises, you have an IT staff, you have a data center, you have yep. these things that look yep. like computers are normally in. How do you look at bringing this new technology into a business where I'm pretty sure Matthew does not want to hire an IoT engineer and an IT person, at least not any, not any yeah. team soon. Tell me how that will work, especially with these small and medium-sized businesses that don't have that expertise. I think this is a great question and allow me to explain what are the, the technology things that we're looking to make this happen. As you explained, I mean, Matthew is not going to hire someone for doing IT, OT stuff. Not today, not tomorrow, not 10 years from now, it's probably going to be focused in producing more and more best beer that he can. That's his outcome, right? And how you fix the fact that Matthew doesn't have people there and how you fix the fact that 
there is no people that they working on the floor that understand a compute, understand an application. So how we fix that? We fix that with the software that we are developing, that is Project Frontier, that is a, a horizontal platform that really try to solve the edge constraint. So what we did different? Yes. We start from the constraint of the edge. We start from the fact that you are outside of a data center. We start from the fact that you don't have an IT person. You need to start with a very small compute and then grow, the ability to grow automatically. You need to be secure. You need to have what we call basically zero IT and zero touch. And so in that case, what is going to happen that I can ship the compute with the application and whatever it needs to Matthew, and he can just plug it in and it's coming up and someone will take care of automatically to deploy the application that he needs. Today, use talent device-wise, that application will be deployed automatically on the gateway that he has, that is outside of a data center. It's actually, if you see the picture, it's in a small, I will can call, on a wall, on a box, right? That is nothing like a rack or stuff like that. And yes, a couple of cables there, and that's it. And it's exposed to the humidity and all the things that you're doing when you're doing beer, right? It's a different environment. So that's the key. You need to design with the, in mind that you come from a different place. That's where Dell stretch himself to understand these things. And that's why we love to go to Matthew because also he's a very small place where he has a limited budget and is not thinking of technology as the first thing. But he needs to think about doing the best beer that he can for a limited type of audience that appreciate the quality of the beer. How you maintain the quality and how doing all of that, you need to be able to deploy technology in the easiest ways possible, right? Like we do in our home when we have all these, you know, smart devices. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's actually a, a great little heuristic. People who don't think of technology as the first thing. And you're right, as consumers, like I'm in this business, but like I just want to plug my box in and have it work. I don't have the patience for it. I have other things to do. Yes. <laughs> Matthew, you know, one of the things we, we talked about the, the canning line and the canning machine and how you brought that in and all, all of that. Like, why do you think the people that make those machines don't build this quality assurance technology into the machine itself? Wow, that is a very loaded question. I mean, they, a lot of them don't even have manuals on how to use the machine. So, really? I mean, some do. They send a guy or you guys just have to figure it out? They send a person to help us set it up and we can hire a consultant to do that or we can hire from within to do that. When we installed our canning line, we had a gentleman come and help us set it up. And then a rep from the company comes in and kind of is there for the first few runs. And they're like, you're doing fine. You're good. See you later. There is such a massive learning curve with process packaging equipment. It just is. And there is some technology inside the equipment for sure in the PLC, whether it's counting how many cans go through it or pressures that the beer is at and the temperature and flow meters and things like that. But it's limited. I mean, these are small companies too. Wild Goose Manufacturing, who makes our canning line, they're in Colorado. They're a small business. They're a successful small business. They've built many, many machines, but they are not a technology business. And I think it would be, I mean, it would be really interesting to bring edge technology or something like it to this type of process equipment so that it's built to suit. It's like, okay, these are the pain points. These are the challenges that we have. This is the equipment figuring out the details of that and kind of spitting out that data. It's like, okay, you lost 200 cans on this particular spot. Why? Let's fix that. I think it's kind of a little bit of a trial and error when it comes to these things. 
some of this equipment is built and then like they realize, oh, wait, it might work better if we do this. And that's something that happens constantly. If you look underneath or they're like, you know, jury rig, duct tape and bubble gum sort of like. (laughs) We have we have zip ties. We have a couple. We don't have any duct tape, thankfully. Um, We have some zip ties. We have like bag clips, you know, like heavy duty clips that are holding a conveyor belt arm so that it diverts a can in a certain direction. Um, but for the most part, this, this, this equipment is really well built. Yeah. It's just really challenging to use and just by nature. Now, Pierre what about moving upstream? I mean, it sounds like Wild Goose was a name. It sounds like a, an amazing opportunity for a small business who makes processing equipment to differentiate their equipment, to make it smart, to make it like an Alexa or some other device that you just plug in. Imagine, Matthew, imagine what your life would be like if you just plugged it in and like configured it with a GUI and then it worked. Yeah. So tell tell me about how Dell might think of embedding in the equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you've thought about it. Yeah, absolutely. So exactly that use case is something that we're working on with the partners, right? I will do an analogy. You have F1 race car, and then you have the car that you produce every day. The analogy is uh, F1 cars, they always have the best and brightest technology. Some of that technology, when become very interesting, become part of everybody. That's the kind of things that we see. Mm. With Dell, we can just accelerate that because we have a partner ecosystem. Actually, uh, one of the things we're working on with the cans is with Cognacs. And Cognex does here, is actually down the street here in Massachusetts, very close to Exhibit A. Their main thing is to use uh, computer vision to understand packaging and machine and understand how the packaging quality and everything. So Cognex, for example, is the main provider of giant distributor. And they can, uh, basically on a conveyor belt, they can scan hundreds of packages with 30 plus camera and see everything that is happening in a microsecond without stopping the converter bell. The same technology we will use to demonstrate one of the cans, for example, line. So my point is uh, having the connection with Dell that can scale and can breed the technology to all type of people from uh, small business like SBT8 to large implementation and having solution that married together will allow them to really get into the end of, of Matthew as well. So that's just an example. So having an ecosystem and that ecosystem can run in a platform like we're building, then allow you to bring them to multiple people, not only to the very large one that they can permit themselves to have arming of people coming there and develop their own solution. Yeah, so the cost part of it's really interesting. I was in my dorm room the same year as Michael Dell was in his dorm room. Now, he was building computers and building a multi-billion dollar business, uh, and I was studying philosophy, so it was a very different arc. I realized Dell is a gigantic company and delivers products to all sizes and shapes and price points and all of this. But I think of Dell as the scrappy cost-reducing, like that was the place you went when you got like a great computer for a great price through the mail with the custom configuration. Like that was, that was Dell's sweet spot. And I'm wondering that culture, I, I seem to sense a little bit of that culture here in addressing a smaller, medium-sized business because Matthew's gonna have to choose between adding some new piece of, of IoT automation sensing equipment versus like buying a better canning machine or something like that. So how, how do you think about the cost piece of this? 
I think the cost piece is coming with the ROI, right? It's really when you invest X and you can demonstrate. Also for Matthew, if we can demonstrate that he's very reliable now and can produce always the quality, then you start to think that maybe 10 to 20% of what he spent today, he will invest in technology, right? So I don't think it's about the chip. It's about the fact that you can really change the outcome yeah. and, and the quality of the outcome, right? So there is nobody, I mean, I speak today, also large customer, that if you say to them and demonstrate to them that, for example, you can implement a preventive maintenance solution and saving 30% of your productivity, nobody will say no. The fact that is inside of that solution, there is a particular technology or other things that is secondary to the proof, right? Let me push on that a little For bit because sure. I think there's an interesting trend that that I want to sort of get Matthew's perspective on. So the, I understand that, and I think that on paper that looks great. But Matthew's got to manage his cash flow, right? And so an upfront investment for a return that might take years is a very tough decision for a small business. One of the trends, and Dell is definitely on this trend with like your Apex product line, but one of the trends is for businesses that have traditionally had to buy things as capital investments are yep. starting to ask their vendors to offer them as a service. <laughs> Three cents per can per month or whatever the, whatever the right, right metric is. And so I, I sort of want to get both your perspective. So Matthew, I want to get your perspective from like the cash flow and how you'd like to think about purchasing these. And tell me a little bit how, how you think about investing in equipment and how that might as a service might or might not change your thinking? I mean, this is something I think a ton about because like, for instance, we have a piece of equipment on our canning line that we would like to replace. It is the PacTech applicator. It's what puts the plastic carrier onto the cans at the end of the machine. It is a problem. It's a challenge spot. It fails. It shuts down the, the line temporarily sometimes. It'll break cans. It'll do all sorts of things, including put them on correctly and we're good to go. I have looked at a more ecological, green, sustainable product in place of the plastic Pactex, which is a, a, a compostable carrier. The product itself is great. I love the idea of delivering a compostable product alongside our cans, something that we're big fans of, of being green and, and being sustainable. The product itself, like I said, is fine. It's the applicator that is cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. So I said to the company, I haven't heard a response, just to be clear, hey, look, How's like a rent to own? How's a payment plan? How about providing the applicator for us with the agreement that we will sign a contract for your product? Meaning I'll commit to five years of your product and this is how much I'll buy and this is what I'll say about it and this is how we'll present it in a marketing standpoint, but I don't want to spend $100,000 on an applicator or more importantly, I cannot spend $100,000 on an applicator. It just doesn't work for us. So the question is, is, is that company willing to look at their applicator as a service to yeah. selling their product line? And that's something that we've thought a lot about. In terms of the technology side with Dell and the Edge, yeah, I mean, if I can look at, here's the efficiencies and improvements that this, will, this particular installation will create and make for us, I look at it in very real terms of like, okay, this is our improved efficiency. This is how much more beer we'll get out of every batch. And this is the quality side, meaning the beer is on, on point and tastes great. Then we end up looking at it and say, okay, ROI is three years or whatever it might be. It makes sense or it doesn't. 
you know, and it's a very clean and, and not necessarily a simple choice, but it's definitely one that we look at consistently with all of our types of installations that we've done, whether it's a small several hundred dollar investment to tens of thousands of dollars investment. Because we don't fully understand the technology, we rely on Pierluca and his team to share with us what that technology is going to do for us and how it's going to add to our, you know, I'm not looking for a fit. I'm looking for an ad. You know, I want this to improve what we do, not just kind of like status quo. So, so that's really important for us. And obviously just the straight value that it adds to our small business. Yeah. Pierluca, talk to me about the sort of shifting business models and how you view that. Yeah, absolutely, Matthew. It's, it's uh, on point. We are shifting the entire company to move, move more as a service and also consume on-demand things. The edge is not different. We will offer in our software platform based on subscription model because at the end of the day, if you're doing that from a software point of view, but also from an hardware point of view, at some point, you can get to that refresh cycle that Matthew and company bigger than Matthew needs. For example, I was speaking with uh, a retail store. Their challenge is, okay, whatever I choose today as a compute, six months from now may be different because we have so much transformation at the edge that it may be possible to buy something for 10 years. So we work out with them and we have a different refresh cycle and they pay as you go. So it's a financial model that gives agility to actually the consumer of that offering. And we are all on that, right? Apex is uh, it's our overarching thing. This is not different. It's going to be part of that offering in terms of financial agility. Yeah, one of the things that I think is really neat about this trend is it's also about the suppliers, the vendors sharing the risk. And, and I think that really aligns incentives in a way that it hasn't been when it was transactional. And that's to me, is going to yield some really exciting things in the future. And Matthew, what I really want to know is when can I get Exhibit A as a service? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Hey, gentlemen, th this has been just a fabulous time together. And next time I'm in the uh, Massachusetts area, we should sit down and... Uh, pop a few exhibit A's together. Absolutely. I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Let's do all together. All right. <laughs> Great. Thank you. That does it for this episode of Over the Edge. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating and a review and tell a friend. Over the Edge is made possible through the generous sponsorship of our partners at Dell Technologies. Simplify your edge so you can generate more value. Learn more by visiting dell.com.